Hello and welcome back to Mise on Smash, the podcast where we break the story for the Super Smash Brothers cinematic universe with unique guests, one game at a time. I'm your co-host, Simon Luzon. And I'm your other co-host, Pete Simmons-Hayes. Simon, I'm feeling a bit old. You know... Some of these games, I can't keep up with. I don't know about you. The years, they just they keep going by and, and you know... We're getting increasingly aged with each uh, passing day. Like, you know, Big Monkey with Ty, Plumber Who Jumps. I, I can understand those. I can get on board with these. But there's some things like Minecraft where it's become more of a way of life than just a game. Where I don't think I can talk about it with the expertise this podcast needs. See, that that's interesting. I mean, Minecraft certainly has a reputation as it's it's the Gen Z video game. Um, you know, we were kind of on the, the tail end of it as, I mean, Pete, you and I are already very much sort of on the cusp of millennial Gen Z. And so I feel like in that way, we were kind of on the cusp of like almost missing out on Minecraft, but at the same time, like, you know, I don't personally feel like I have a great connection to Minecraft, but I've logged a lot of hours on Minecraft over the years. Like I have played a lot of it without ever really getting super into it. Definitely. You know? Like I've I've played it, but like I don't think I was there for when I think it changed the culture of gaming. Like like this is I think Minecraft's a big reason Twitch is huge now. Um, right. It, they teach it at camps. There's like a Minecraft section of like summer camps. It's it's different. You we didn't have that when we were kids. I mean, Minecraft is perhaps the only franchise in the Super Smash Brothers series that I think can go can maybe go toe to toe with Mario in terms of just broader cultural influence. It's a it's a juggernaut of a media franchise. And while it is a juggernaut media franchise, I feel like it's probably one of the harder franchises to write any type of story about only because it's such it's such open-ended. It, that's that's what makes the game so popular. It's one of the most open-ended games of all time. You can literally do anything. There's no real story. I would say it's I would say it's definitely up there with like Game and Watch for being the most one of the most plotless games that we're probably going to talk about on this show. So it's no it's no easy task. This is no easy feat that we have um, asked of our our guest today. We did something a little different with the guest today. Instead of uh, looking inward from like uh, instead of looking for like a writer we know that we trust, we thought we should look for someone who might understand this game more than we ever could. Someone who really was was in it. Prime demographic when it came out. Uh, someone who could just really give that authenticity that ne- we never could. Absolutely. And that brings us to our guest today, who is Ben Simmons. Let's hear a little bit about Ben. Choose your character. Ben Simmons is not a writer. He is actually my 14-year-old cousin who knows a lot more about Minecraft than we do. While he may not be a writer, he is a rapper going by the name of Melatonin on account of the fact that he always be sleeping. Without further ado, here's Ben. All right, when I was about five years old, Minecraft came out and this was a big deal. This was this revolutionized gaming for my whole entire generation. It's either you're playing Super Smash Bros, Mario, or Minecraft. Mainly Minecraft because Minecraft was on mobile too. And that was great. Everything about that's great. 
You can play Minecraft on the go when your parents aren't paying attention. You can do anything with it. It's where your creative mind can go to do anything, really. So, Ben, are were you were slash are you a big Minecraft player? So you're, you're saying it was kind of a big part of your, your growing up. Yes, I love Minecraft and I still play it today. I was playing it earlier, actually, building houses. It's it's a lot of fun. It's one of the greatest video games of all time, if not the greatest. So you're so it's nice. We found we found a real fan for this. So I'm excited. Are, are you when you play? Are you more of a because I feel like there's a there's a divide in in sort of Minecraft players that you got you got your um, survival mode players and then you've got your your creative mode players. How would you classify? I like, I like the creative. I like building stuff. I don't, I don't like hunting for materials. I like, I like it being there and I know what I can do with it. You're an artist naturally. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I like, I like, uh, I like the, 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 uh, creative mode more. Pete, what about you? Uh, I always like creative survival really stressed me out. I could never, I, I don't want to focus on two things at once. I don't want to focus on surviving and making something cool. Right. So I think it's always great just to like get a server going with your friends and just like to mess around. I think I respect survival, but I, I agree. I, I, I go creative. 100%. Survival players are hardcore. They're, they're the best players. Like Dream. Dream You're is. You're a Dream fan? I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a Dream fan. I, I don't not like him. I think he's a great guy, but I'm not really into that many minecraft youtubers i'm more into like my minecraft youtubers which is dan tdm and uh jacksepticeye if you say he's a minecraft youtuber yeah and I say you would. I'm a mus, huh. which is like my childhood right would you do you think you've uh do you have any experience with like the side games like minecraft story mode or anything like that yeah i when I was, that was my first Xbox game I ever got. That's the reason I wanted to get the Xbox because of Minecraft Story Mode. Great game. So when you were coming up with this pitch, what did you draw from? Did you draw from more of like your experience in creative or like did you take what little story there was in Minecraft Story Mode and just sort of translate that into a movie? I took just the OG game, the way you beat the game, and I played around with that a little bit. Okay. okay, so like beating the Ender Dragon, beating the Ender Dragon. I was Perfect. wondering. I was yeah. wondering because I feel like, yeah, I was. I was when I was sort of preparing questions for this episode and thinking about it. I was. I was wondering if we were going to get a little Ender Dragon action. So I'm. I'm excited now. You've got me hooked. You've got me hooked. I feel like when you think of Minecraft, do you think like three things: Minecraft, Steve, creepers, and um, the monsters, and the Ender Dragon. Beating the Ender Dragon. Yeah. So we've got like the, that's like, I mean, already, I mean, the, the I feel like the storytelling instincts you've got going on here, Ben, really strong stuff. Cause we've already got like a, 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 um, a trip tech of, of sort of, you know, the pillars of this story. I knew he'd be a good guest. He watches a lot of movies, but when, when Ben was like in diapers, he was watching like Nightmare on Elm Street when he wasn't supposed to. Right. Ben, like, what's your, what's your favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time. Not horror, not horror movie or any movie. Any, any movie, movie. Any movie. Goodfellas. Okay. We got a Scorsese fan in, in, in the chat. Love love those kinds of movies. Would you say there's any Scorsese in this Minecraft movie? Not at all. Not at all. Okay. Right. He knows he knows what he likes, but he also knows 
what he wants to emulate, and it's not that right now. If you had to give one, like, uh, comparable movie, that, like, if you, you know, if a studio executive came up to you and was like, compare your Minecraft movie to one existing movie, what, 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 or a couple, what would you say is, like, a similar type of movie to this? You know what? Jumanji. There. Wow. New Jumanji or old Jumanji? I'd like to say new Jumanji, not old Jumanji. Okay. Because I'm I'm thinking about old Jumanji now. Reminds me more of new Jumanji. Okay, so more it's like uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Jack Black. All right. Okay. So we're gonna we might have some stars right. in this movie, Simon. I'm I'm intrigued. You know what? I'm intrigued. I think we should go ahead and and uh, and let him break the story. All right, let's break the story. Break the story. Ben, whenever you're ready, let's hear it. All right. So we start off. Steve, a 13-year-old kid, opens an old book, and he gets teleported into this Minecraft realm. And in the book, it shows him all the directions. Beware the Ender Dragon. And the way he gets home is he has to fight the Ender Dragon and beat him. If he doesn't beat the Ender Dragon, he dies. Uh, but if he beats him, he gets to go home safely. Okay, some questions right off the bat. Uh, in the real world, so I, I do see the Jumanji connection. So in the real world, it does it is it like live action? Does he look like you? Does he is he just like a regular looking kid? And then when he's in the Minecraft world, he's all blocky. Yes, exactly. It's like kind of like the new Space Jam. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, okay. gotcha. Yeah, with with animated LeBron James. Okay. Cool. 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 What is um, what is Steve's life like in the real world? I mean, is he? You'd sort of say he's like a regular kid, but is he? Is he? Is he popular? Is he? Is he sort of picked on? Um, is there something? Shy. He's what, what was that? He's shy. He's a shy gamer. He's kid. Shy. He's a shy gamer. Gotcha. Is does he play? Okay, another question. Does he play Minecraft in, in real life, or does is does Minecraft? like exist as a game that he plays or is it not a thing minecraft it this is like set kind of like 20 years in the future where this kid doesn't even know what minecraft is so it's an old game minecraft did not stand the test of time only old people play it that's fascinating so he's like he's like the next generation after gen z and he's like he's on whatever social media platform and he's talking about how old like gen z is now and how out of touch they are yeah, he's scooping on Scooper, talking about, guys, I found this old game <laughs> called Minecraft. It's kind of like if a nine-year-old today found, let's, for example, Super Mario Bros. or Donkey Kong or Mrs. Pac-Man. Gotcha. Okay, that's very interesting. So what is, so this is, like, we're in, like, 2040. What is What is life like in 2040? Does he, like, go to, like... Does he go to school in his flying car or, 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 you know, is it, or is it mostly kind of similar, but just more, it's, you know, it's post COVID it's after COVID. Well, that's good. That's I'm good. good. You know <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm at the very least relieved that in 20 years time, we're not going to be dealing with this anymore. So that's good. You've given me a glimmer of hope. So there wasn't a second COVID. It's all fine. The mask mandate is lifted in California mm-hmm. and no COVID. He's just a shy kid who walks to school because the school's like two minutes away. 
There's not many okay. gamer kids out of school. He's a, he's kind of a loner. So so you're saying that even potentially like gaming has become just not as popular anymore at this point in time. Like he's yeah. like I feel like in in high school today, lots of kids are gamers, but like he's just one of the few gamers left. Yeah, exactly. Wow, wow. Okay, so he opens up this book and is transported into the world of Minecraft. Now, does it start off the same way like actual Minecraft starts where you're just like in the forest with nothing and he just has to figure out what to do? No, so he starts off, actually you're right, he starts off in the forest, but as he's like going through the book, it tells him like directions on what to do to get out of the world, like materials you need to find. You need to build an ender portal to go to the nether. So this is kind of like a a, a survival movie, really. I mean, he's sort of, yeah. he's he's dropped in the middle of nowhere and he's almost like, like I'm almost thinking of uh, Tom Hanks in Castaway, yeah. where now he's gotta, he's gotta, you know, build up a kind of mini civilization by himself in order to survive. I mean, to, you, you said he's trying to build a, a, a an ender portal, right? Or is it a nether portal? Um, I think it's a nether portal. Okay, so he's trying to build a nether portal. I mean, that's like, that's a pretty complicated thing to build, right? I feel yeah. like, I mean, I, I feel like I never learned how to build that in, in all my a, hours on Minecraft. Obsidian, which is like, it's kind of like really hard to break too, but it's- And it's like, like it's like deep in the ground, right? Yeah, and like I think you need if there's lava, you pour water on it, it creates obsidian. Okay. And then you need flint and steel, which is just like fire. It's like a kind of like a match. You throw it in and it creates an another portal. Gotcha. I feel like that's like a um that's like a good act to like progressing like turning point. Like he discovers that pouring water on the lava makes obsidian and it's like, oh, he's like progress yeah. after everything that He's been through. I'm kind of getting like a like a Lord of the Rings type fetch quest sort of movie here, where like he has to get these important materials, but he has to. He it's kind of like different sets of challenges he has to do, and after every single one, he grows a little bit. You ever read the book Hatchet, Simon? Yeah, it's a lot like Hatchet. Yeah, that's, that's I'm a, getting a lot of a Hatchet good... vibes right now. Yeah. Um. So so Ben, in when you play Minecraft, like in, in survival mode. There are a lot of sort of obstacles that you face monster-wise. As you mentioned, one of the three pillars of Minecraft, one of the, the three things you think about is like creepers. Yeah, in creepers. What, when he's in this world, is that something that he's going to encounter? All the monsters are there. Think creepers, zombies, skeletons. You think of it. And so like what what is like of those monsters, what is like the biggest challenge for Steve? Like what is like the one that is just like giving him the hardest time. I'd like to say the creeper because it's yeah. just annoying. It blows stuff up. If you hit it, it sets like a two second timer and everything blows up around you. And I feel like there's a lot of potential in a cinematic space to have the creeper monster be pretty creepy. I mean, I mean, obviously creeper creepy, um, but it's it's you know unlike the spiders or the skeletons, the creeper is a monster that's unique to Minecraft, um, and sort of as you mentioned, you know, very iconic. Um, but they're creepy; they sneak up on you, and you you don't know they're on top of you until you know you hear them. So I feel like you know 
people who maybe are, you know, like the three people out there on the planet who don't know about Minecraft yet, when they see this movie, that's going to be something that's like a really cool novel new thing that this movie is introducing them to. Whereas, you know, they've probably heard of skeletons and spiders. So I think you're right in the instinct that the creepers are the big challenge here. Yeah, it's it's really like, it's iconic. It's Mario to my generation. So one thing that is potentially difficult uh, because he is alone. He's alone right now. Is he going to meet any other like human characters in this, like the villagers or Alex, for example? Or is he Alex. really on his... He is going to meet Alex. He will meet Alex, who is played by Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Interesting. Whoa. Wow. She's getting back that's, into that's blockbusters. A, that's, presumably, that's a pretty big deal for him, right? Or, or is she... Wait, I have a question. Is she pixelated too? So he like... Is he not going to realize that she's like hot Emma Watson until at the end when they're out of Minecraft? Or is she? Yeah, is, exactly. That, that's funny. That's funny. They're going to get out of the world and he's going to be like, whoa, this was Emma Watson the whole time. I, I thought this was just like another blocky person. And who is, uh, do you have any, do you have anybody in mind for Steve or is he going to be that's, a newcomer? That's what I was about to say. I was thinking of either, I, I try to think of people who would fit this role and the two people that came to mind was Steve Carell and Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler. So, wait, wait. Okay, so it's gonna be a kid. It's gonna be like a regular kid, and then they're gonna turn into pixelated Adam Sandler. Yeah, it's like Jumanji. Like it's Jumanji. Like Jumanji. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. okay. So 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 it's so in the real world, it's a three thirteen year old kid, and they don't turn into Adam Sandler until they're in the Minecraft world. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at Steve. He he has a beard, kind of. Or right, it, you're right. Not, but it looks like a beard. I think it's a beard. It's like a goatee. You're right. It, you're right. It's we. It would be weird if the 13 year old Steve had a beard. Yeah, you're right. You're it right. could be like an Adam Sandler, like uncut gems beard he has, but yeah. Minecraft. So in that case, I have another question: Is is Emma Stone's Alex? Sorry, is, wait. Emma Watson. My bad. Um, is Alex played by Emma Watson actually? Also a 13-year-old, or is she just Emma Watson? 13-year-old. Okay, so it's another 13-year-old. Cool. Okay, so yeah. this romance could happen if you choose to have a romance between In the real two world. characters. Yeah, possibly. Okay, okay. So when does, when does Ali, I mean, he, uh, how long has he been in Minecraft world before Alex shows up? Alex has been there for like two and a half years. Oh, oh Alex God. is already Alex is already there. Yeah, Alex has been there already. They didn't come at the same time. And Alex has she didn't spawn with the book. Or she spawned with the book, but she lost it somehow. Gotcha. So Alex is sort of like Nick Jonas in Jumanji has exactly. been there for he's she, she she's the Nick Jonas in this case. Yeah, but, exactly. But, right, right, right. And it's, so she's kind of like a badass at this point. Yeah, she she's like an assassin. If you think of it, she's like, who who would be the top video game overpowered user? Like, if you like, want to win in Super Smash Bros, who would you use? Uh, Meta Knight, I guess. If you're doing like Brawl, so or Bayonetta in or Smash Bayonetta. Four. Yeah, think of that as Alex. Okay, this. okay, okay. So she's like, she's just you know, like maybe Steve's struggling with these creepers, but he needs. Alex and she is just like dealing with them not a problem yeah, is what you're saying. She's got the diamond armor already. 
She's she has everything. She just doesn't have the book, so she doesn't know what to do. So, but he has the book, so together they can help each other out. Mm-hmm. They can help each other get out of the world. And I I presume, or correct me if I'm wrong, but I sort of assume that that Steve has a crush on Alex. Yes, exactly. Well, but what does Alex think of Steve? Um, their relationship will will grow over the movie as they kill creepers together and start to actually get close to beating the game. So she needs to be convinced a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and Steve, he's kind of a quiet kid in real life. Does he see any type of change when he's in the game at all? Is he more confident because he is such a gamer? I was going to say, like, his confidence grows over him being in the game. And then when he actually... Or if he gets out of the game, he will become a more confident person. So it's kind of like a learning lesson for him. Ben, I have a question that you might not have an answer to this, but it's something that I'm thinking about. And we can help you flesh this out if you don't have an answer to it. Um, But in your mind, do you have a a reason for like, is there a who is the grand architect to this scheme? Like, why has Steve, why have Steve and Alex ended up in this world? Like, is there did someone like curse the game or is it just like or does that just like not even need explaining is it is the more important meat of the story that they're in this world or or is like there a something more evil going on that's kind of a i have to think about that one um and it's okay it's okay if you don't know we can we'll talk we can talk about it in the continuity section or or later on if we need to i have a pitch on that if we need help because minecraft what it's like a 10 13 year old game now and it's still going strong so it's part of me doesn't believe that it'd be a dead game by 2040 unless something really bad yeah with the game so you're saying in the in the real world wait p what are you saying like something in the game bad happened or something that's some something in the game or some sort of programmer did something really bad that made it where a kid got stuck in the game or something and everyone stopped yes. playing it because they were scared. It's perfect. Okay. So there's so there's like it's perfect. A, a, a programmer like okay, at some point in the twenty years that have passed, a programmer like trapped a kid in the game. And is is this yeah is this kid at? like John Hero Brian or, or something. Or, oh are you That's the name of the program that's the that's my pitch for the you name think of the it program. should be Hero Brian. I think that if you're, if we want to acknowledge the fans of this game, I think we should Pete, help me out because acknowledge I, some of the the myths. I sort of loosely know of Hero Brian as an urban legend, as sort of a, a creepy pasta legend. It's, yeah, can you, can, yeah, it's a Minecraft can you, legend. Can can one of you guys sort of help flesh out just what that is for me and our audience a little bit? Hero Brian is basically Steve's evil brother that you have to summon. He doesn't come to you; you have to summon him. It's and, and and how do you summon him and or is it is there like no is that what people are trying to figure out is like they don't know how to summon him? There's a way to summon him. I think you need Nether Block and Steve's head or something like that. And you just have to wait and it will uh Hero Brian will appear. There's a tutorial on YouTube to do it. Yeah, so forgive me, what Hero Brian actually was 
for a while, it was just a myth. He was supposed to be like Notch's quote-unquote dead... Notch is the creator of Minecraft. And he was supposed to be Notch's quote-unquote dead brother who was and, in the game. And it was code. purely a creepypasta, right? At first. It was, it was purely a ghost story. But then Minecraft kind of got a, a hold of that. Like, the Mojang got a hold of that. And then they actually they put, put him in the game, game as an update. Gotcha. But my pitch is maybe like... You know, like the 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 ghost part is maybe like a little more real. Maybe there's something actually sinister going on in the real world that affects the game. Maybe I don't okay. know. Okay, so so okay, so so we've got a potential idea in the movie. We can we we can talk about it more, but maybe that Hero Brian is like sort of a puppet master pulling the strings, and that's why some of this is happening. Yeah, or just like maybe. Maybe there's something in the real world that needs fixing in order for everyone to be able to play Minecraft and enjoy it again. Okay. Because people haven't been able to in enjoy years. it for a yeah, while. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Ben. So, so okay. So, he's now met up with Alex. Alex is a, is a, is a badass. Um, they've still got to get to the Ender Dragon somehow. So, what happens next? All right. First of all, they have to get to the Nether. And to get to the Nether... You need to build another portal. So they they scavenge, they find um, a bucket of lava, and in the book it shows you how to make obsidian. So they pour all the the water on the lava, or sorry, the lava on the water, and it becomes obsidian. And with the the Minecraft the pickaxe they find, they break all the obsidian. And they build another portal, which consists of insidia and um, flint and steel. So they do all that, and they're in the Nether now. And now they need—they need to actually find. I'm trying to think of the name. I think it's called the End Portal Frame, which okay. put the Eye of Ender in, which kind of like makes the whole entire portal to fight the Ender Dragon. So, okay, so there, we're sort of in, I feel like we're sort of in the back half of, like, the second act of the movie here, and they're getting close, and I feel like, so that the, they go, when they go to the nether, like, that is, for, for people who don't know, um, that is kind of like the Minecraft version of hell, right? Yeah, they have pig zombies there. Who could think of pig zombies that look like the actual zombies, but they have pig heads? Yeah, that's, that's... Only someone truly that's terrible. That's all kind of messed up. That's... That's no good. That's not where you you want to be. I keep coming back to Alex. Um, what kind of person? If this is a spoiler, stop me. But what kind of person is Alex outside of Minecraft? If she, if she tells Steve anything about her outside She's life, also a shy person. But her confidence has like grown over time, killing all these creepers, spiders, and skeletons. Right. She's grown into the person that that Steve. They sort of started from a similar place before either of them were in the game, but she's kind of already undergone the transformation that Steve still needs to undergo. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. So they built, they've they've got the the end end frame, right? The end frame and the they found the end frame and, and the then, eye. What was it? What's it called? Uh, the eye, eye of, of Ender. The eye of Ender. And they're going, they're going to the end, and and so whereas the Nether is sort of Minecraft version of hell, how would how would you describe the end? I mean, I've I've been I've seen the end. It's kind of like it's not quite, it's kind of like hell, but not fiery, right? 
the the Nether- it's it's fire. I thought the, it was like gray. For the Ender Dragon or like the Nether. I'm asking about 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 like because you go the place where the Ender Dragon is is like not. Oh, it's like forgive me, forgive me if my my not knowing Minecraft is showing here, but I thought it was like uh, there was like a realm called the End, right? I think so. What I remember the Ender Dragon realm, it's like dark. I remember it being right. Dark. It's like dark and gray, and they're like all they're all the Endermen around, right? Yeah, and they're they're Endermen around. There's fire. It's it's crazy. Oh, there is fire. Okay, I was wrong. Yeah, but it's crazy. It's like it's like it's kind of like. It's like the Nether, um, but way scarier almost. Yeah, there's a dragon, like a a big purple slash black dragon that's terrifying. It gave me nightmares when I was about seven years old. Yeah, can't blame you. Yeah, you're about to give new seven year olds nightmares right. with this movie. So. Right. So they're they're going up. I mean, they're. I mean, they're ready to. You know, the book has told them that the way out of this realm is to beat the Ender Dragon, and now that here they are, at kind of like the most terrifying place they can imagine. What happens next? Do they beat the Ender Dragon? Well, you have to find that out at the second movie. There's Whoa! a second movie. <laughs> what? Why we didn't we, this is not a sequel deal. We didn't sign we didn't give you a development deal for two movies. Oh my god. All so right. this movie well, this so you're if, saying this movie ends with them <laughs> walking through Do we even get to the, the, the place where the Ender Dragon is? Do they just walk through the portal or how does it end? Jump into the portal, they both look at each other and they're like, let's do this. They jump in. The Ender Portal is like, or the portal's like black and purple. So when they jump in, it's black credits. Wow, what an anticlimax. What a, that is like, that's a very subversive, like, art house ending. I'm trying to think of who does endings like that. Like, what's an ex- For such a blockbuster type movie, it's definitely a subversive. I mean, I guess it's the it's the legacy of like the Infinity right, War. Right, it kind of feels ending, like an Simon. Infinity War ending, like like right post snap. Right, we don't know, we kind of don't know. I mean, if you don't know the game of Minecraft at, at all, and you're just watching this movie, you kind of don't know what's about to happen next. Right, yeah. they just walk through this portal. It's it's possible that they are you know leaving this realm. It's possible that they're like dying. We don't know what that means so that's very interesting (laughs) that's a very interesting choice i have some questions about uh the sandman uh as he's in this movie adam Adam. (laughs) yeah sorry sorry i call him the sandman um adam sandler is he doing his adam sandler thing where he's like oh creeper like is he like is he playing it straight how how is he taking this role like if you think of 51st Dates Adam Sandler mixed with Uncut Gems Adam Sandler. (laughs) (laughs) He he has that seriousness with Uncut Gems, but he also has the comedy from 51st Dates. And he's flirting with Emma Stone, who's like 30 years younger than him. (laughs) Sorry, Emma Watson, who's like 30 years younger than him. Is that weird at all? Or do we play into it? They're both 13-year-olds. 
Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You can right. play into it because they're both actually thirteen year olds, like in Jumanji. Right. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in Jumanji that that Isla Fisher, or no, not Isla Fisher. Who is it? It's uh, Karen Gillian. It doesn't matter in Jumanji that Karen Gillian is much younger than either Dwayne the Rock Johnson or Jack Black. Yeah, exactly. In this movie, they're both over eighteen. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Great, great answer, Ben. Great answer. As long as it's right. As long as it's as long as it's two consenting adults, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Are there any other stars that you'd want in this movie, or do you think that these two can carry it? Themselves? I feel like it would be funny if Danny DeVito was a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Instead of like like what what is the noise the creepers make in the games? They go like, right. Those that's when you like fall in Minecraft. The oh, you're right. Make, you're like, right. A sizzling noise. It's like, and then they blow up. It's actually really scary. So I feel like, what if they still make the sizzling noise, but then like it's just Danny DeVito's voice, and he's going like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> or he plays like we. He plays like there's like maybe there's a um. I have a pitch. Maybe there's like a creeper character like. What the one creeper that actually talks and is Danny DeVito. It's like this creeper that snuck up on Steve and like it didn't blow up. And he's like the misfit creeper that like doesn't know how to blow up. Yeah. (laughs) My pitch for Danny DeVito is because because the creepers are really scary and I don't want to lose that. I think having DeVito be a creeper kind of kind of makes it a little too funny. Maybe he's like one of those villagers. Yeah. yeah. Because they're kind of weird looking. And then I also had another idea that. You know Bill Skarsgård, he's like it. He's like Pennywise from it. Yeah. I feel like yeah. he'd play a great skeleton. Mm. Oh. Be but they all skinny dude. That's terrifying. Yeah. A smile. yeah. By that criteria, they terrifying. should let me play a skeleton. No, Bill Skarsgård would be very good in, in the skeleton role. Um, it can be more than one skeleton. I just had a, I just had a question, but I can't remember. Wait, hold on. Keep keep talking, Pete. I had a, I had a really good question that was gonna blow this whole thing wide All open. All right, I'll let you think. So I I'm still thinking about this ending of like, does it look like they lose? Like, do they almost win against the dragon, or is it just hopeless? It's it's faith. It's it's you have to. Alex basically has to carry this whole thing. It's all up to Alex, really. Maybe uh, Adam Sandler's character Steve could do something, but Alex would have to put this all on her back. Right. And it takes yeah. a while to kill the Ender Dragon. Like, right, and then and, and Steve, right. you know, Adam Sandler's Steve just might not be strong enough at this point. Yeah, he might clutch up at the end. You never know. I have a question about, this is sort of video game movie, like when you get transported into a video game, there's always this question of, if you die in the game, do you die in yes. real life? I was just about to say yes. that. If you die, you die. You're not coming yeah. back to life. Who? I rem- I remembered my question from before. Um, who? Who? I mean, there are. You know, we we've talked about how in the game there are these villagers that are sort of you know non playable characters that sort of fill up the world. Who are they? Are they you know are they the? What if they're the people that like originally got trapped? there by hero brian and that's why the 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 game stopped being popular or are they just like part of the program no no i like that i like that the more they are players 
that couldn't do any or the less skilled players that couldn't do anything, they were captured and they were enslaved as villagers who cannot. So they're villagers. Cannot gotcha. So they've they've been they are from the real world and they've gotten stuck in the in this program. And that's why the games become like less popular is because people like got scared. But like they're now sort of like complicit in their state where like they like Alex and Steve have come along and they're like, we've got to leave here. And these villagers are like, no, we're I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Ben, Ben, what do you think? Am I am I off base there? It's your movie. I think you're right, man. I like it. <laughs> I like you. I like you. I like I like that you're constantly I, backing me up. I feel you got my back. You got my back in a way that Pete never ben, does. Ben. Ben, ha- I always have your back, man. Now, Ben has, like, that Hollywood instinct where whatever the exec pitches, he's like, that's perfect. Like, he's in it for the paycheck, and that's fine. He's not in it for the paycheck. He's He said, this is a labor of love. Minecraft is a game he's he's grown up with, and he pitched a... Com- it can be, but that's how you pitch it. That's how you right, pitch but something, he pitched, though. He ben pitched, is a pro. If he were in it for the paycheck, he pitched a pretty subversive ending if, that, if he were just in it for the paycheck. Mm. Question about the ending. One other question, because oh, in Infinity War, even though it ends with a loss, they they have they end with a little bit of hope with an after credit scene where it shows that they're calling Captain Marvel at the end. Are we gonna have like any last scene that shows like maybe they can win in part two, or is it just gonna end with a loss? That's the thing. Something might happen. They might get pop or popular Minecraft. YouTubers to help them Whoa, out. Oh, wow. that's cool. We can, and then we get <laughs> that's an insane idea. And then we get like okay, so like an after credit scene where like who's who's like who's the most po- you get popular like, Minecraft? You get YouTuber. like a gray, you get like a gray bearded Jack. We like guy. age him up, and he's like, <laughs> it's time for me to suit back up and get these kids out of here. It's like kind of the Minecraft Avengers. Or, or you remember an uh, Endgame? <laughs> When yeah. all the, yeah. the superheroes came back, the, the portals. portals, that's what would happen. Wow. That's incredible. That'd be incredible, like, to have all these, because, like, movies for a long time have had a really hard time, like, getting, uh, crossing over to, like, the internet fame. Like, th- those worlds never really merge, internet fame and movie fame. And I feel like this movie is the perfect one to rectify that. I mean, that. those are all people with such a... I mean, like, the the most famous, like, if you took the 10 most famous Minecraft YouTubers in the world who just, like, got the most views, those are individuals with such a wide reach who have never been tapped by Hollywood. They haven't, they just haven't shown up in Hollywood anything. But in terms of just, like, the amount of recognition that the general public has in terms of, like, like I recognize that person because I watched, you know, however many hours of them playing Minecraft... They have huge, wide-reaching appeal. A hundred million subscribers, usually. Yeah. So, I mean, that is just, that's like, I'm, you know, you're you're pitching this, Ben, but I'm seeing money. I'm just seeing money, like. Yeah, I'm money. seeing, I'm seeing, yeah. Absolutely. Money. You're, you're, you're making all three of us very rich men with that idea. <laughs> that's a, that is a very, I really am down with that idea. I love the idea of all these, like, Minecraft YouTubers who are like 22 right now, like being like these right, we old age them all up. grizzly we like CGI men. Age them up because it's 20 years in the future, like, and they're like they're kind of like uh, it's uh they you know it's kind of like uh, Hugh Jackman and Logan where they're all kind of they come out and they're looking gruff. Yeah, and yeah. The years have aged them. You need me to grieve something? <laughs> wow, Ben, is that a pitch for what happens in a sequel 
Or is that no, happening it, in an after credits? It happens in the after credit. It gives you Hell yes. it's kind of like an Easter egg or Okay. That's that is that gives that gives me a lot to look forward to actually. That's very exciting. That's very cool. Simon, do you have any more que- I feel like I feel like it's a really solid pitch we it's can work with. And in, to, it's pulling people in to see the next one. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I mean continuity wise it's, it's not too tough to work out. I mean cuz 20 years in the future that's pretty, you know, of the other movies that we've had pitched in our cinematic universe. Um that's pretty wide open space, you know, in the 2040s. That's the furthest into the future so far. If we're if we're doing like Earth, right? Other than like F zero. Yeah, it, but that might be like another galaxy. No, F zero is Earth, I think. Okay, never mind. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of its own little place on the timeline, which right, makes it pretty it has easy. Its own little pocket carved out, um, and its own. And you know, I think we have a couple figures now in in our cinematic universe. We have a couple sort of larger nefarious figures going on here. Um, you know, we've got, you know, Master Hand has shown up a couple times um, in, in different films that we've had pitched to us. Um, but Hero Brian is kind of like, you know, if if Master Hand is like the Thanos of like the first couple phases that we do, Hero Brian could be kind of like a, a, a big enemy down the road in, in terms of just the cinematic universe that we've got going on. Hmm. I think we should get into continuity. I mean, yeah, we'll go into continuity approaching here. I mean, I, I, I thought we were already in a continuity approaching. My bad. We didn't oh. say it. We got to okay. say it. So I can put in the sound effect in the beep, 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 Well, then beep. we're in continuity approaching now. But I think I think that, especially if Hero Brian, as you said, Pete, is a programmer character. Right. Um, he's a character with programming experience. You know, that opens up the door for him to be um, involved with Wario, who also owns a gaming company. He That opens up the, the door for him to be involved with um, a character like Game & Watch, who it's kind of hard to, you know, we still haven't had someone pitch Game & Watch to us yet fully. Um, and as of this recording, it doesn't look like the Game & Watch theory is going to win the Donkey Kong poll. Um, but... It's hard to imagine that character outside the realm of being a some kind of program. What makes this, uh, I think, a really easy fit right now is this is the only pitch so far where it's an actual video game. People yes. see Minecraft Steve as a video game. And so there might be some characters in Super Smash Brothers who might recognize Minecraft Steve as someone they grew up with. Yeah. Or something like that. Inter- which is that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, he's a member of pop culture in a way some other he's, characters aren't. Right. If I mean, if you know, in in Jenna's Wario movie, Wario is literally a game developer, and so that'll be interesting because you know Wario presumably didn't uh, invent or didn't you know create Minecraft. So it's like he's gonna have this relationship with Minecraft. That's going to be like, I, I hate that game, you know? Yeah, and the other thing we have to consider is Danny DeVito. This is not his first appearance in our universe. Danny right. DeVito has also appeared in our Yoshi movie. I forget who he plays. But what this could mean is, much like how Stan Lee makes numerous appearances in Marvel movies, Danny DeVito might have a cameo in every in single every one of these movies. I mean, wow. that's what it's looking like, unless it's just his character has two roles. That well, can be if we want to con- continue comparing it to Marvel, there are a couple 
Marvel actors slash actresses who have played multiple roles in those movies. There's only like one or two that I can think of, but there are a couple. So we could get away with it, but none of them are as big as Danny DeVito. So I kind of like the Danny DeVito cameo thing more. Pete, do you have any final questions? Mm. Ben, I hope you're ready to be a star. Uh, you're going to make someone a lot of money one day. Ben, this was Ben, this was an absolute blast. I was I was, you know, I had my expectations were set high, but you exceeded them even even then. So I, I this was a joy. This was a joy. I, I I really appreciated the chance to talk with a true Minecraft fan. And and I'm I'm glad, Pete, you're right. I'm glad we got that authenticity. Yeah. I don't think it could be done any other way. So Thank you, cousin. I had a blast here. This is a lot of fun. Something I put time into. It, I put like about four hours into this. That's least. a lot. That's a lot more than some people on this podcast. You did the work. You did the work, man. You did the work, and we appreciate you. Hey, thank you so much for listening. As always, none of this would be possible without some awesome remixes by some very talented, very underappreciated musicians. Here are the credits so you can listen to them without us talking over it. C418 did the Shunji Lo-Fi remix. Andreas Zoller did a bunch of remixes. He's truly the master of Minecraft remixes. Check out his channel because we borrowed so many songs from him that it's just worth to check out his entire catalog. Seth Angerer did the Living Mice Epic Hybrid Orchestral Remix. Aqua Sky did the Alpha Remix and the Area Mass Sad Remix. And the sound effects come from the Minecraft series, uh, the Super Smash Brothers series, soundsnap.com, and freesound.org. As always, visit us on our website at misonsmash.castos.com. Podient switched over to Castos, so we're on Castos now. And visit us on Twitter at Mizen Smash Pod and on Facebook at Mizen Smash Pod. Uh, and check out our personal Twitters at P. Simmons Hayes and at Simon Lewis On. Great. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>